I fuck with myself. I fucks with myself. I bring myself some flowers. I'm in love with myself. I look in the mirror. Like, who is that nigga? I'm cool with that nigga. I'm through with these niggas. Might go on vacation. Might go on vacation. Just me and my nigga. Me and my, nigga. my nigga is me. My nigga is me. Myself, Myself and I. I. Who said I need you? Yeah. Oh, dummy, they lie. I'm doing just fine. Doing just fine. My cloud is on nine. nine. I take myself out for drinks. Myself and I let. Might fuck the same chick. Wait. We'll see when we wait. Wait. Oh, pie with the plates. Plate. Till death do us part. Death do us part. My favorite MC. Ain't even an argument. You ask him, he say me. Me. He styling, I'm styling. I'm styling. I'm broke. He broke. He broke. We in the same boat. We in the same boat. I ain't got to gloat. My best friend is fly. My best friend is Some fly. Some folks call him Q. Q call myself I. I fuck with myself. I fuck with myself. I bring myself some flowers. I'm in love with myself. I look in the mirror. I look in the mirror. Like who is that nigga? Like, who is that nigga? I'm cool with that nigga. I'm cool with that nigga. I'm through with these I'm niggas. With these might niggas. just jump back and kiss myself. I might just jump back and kiss myself. I might just jump back and kiss myself. I might just jump back and kiss myself. Hey. Who was there with me riding? Hey. Who was there with me waiting? Hey. Was with niggas cooking? Was with niggas baking? Bacon. Attended education. What is good, everybody? On this we wonderful Wednesday morning, you are now listening to the Obvious Podcast. We thank everybody for listening and keeping in tune with many of the podcast episodes. Over the past week or so, I've been having so many people hit me up in my DMs and and in my, my comments and stuff saying that my, my podcast is lit. They be listening to it every morning or in the uh, every evening or while they out and about. Um, this one white woman, <laughs> might be a little controversial for some of y'all, but this white woman uh, hit me up in my DMs and was talking about how uh, my video on from Christianity to Omniism inspired her to really look outside her faith. And like that just really wowed me that, you know, the basis, the, the basis of my podcast was for black people, but I had no idea that even with the message that I have from for my own people, that even within the message, somebody can eat the fish and spit out the bones, you know, and, and that's that's an aspect of omniism. You know, I'm, I'm able to listen to other people, even if they don't look like me, and I'm able to utilize that information for my life and for my people. Um, you know, for people who look like me, so it, it's it's very inspiring. Uh, it's very motivational. It it keeps me going. Um, not to say that I am dependent upon what people think of me and and the comments that they have concerning my podcast, but it's great to know that I am doing what is necessary to have other people think outside the box. You know, so um, I thank everybody for supporting my podcast and and getting the views up and, and listening to what I have to say <laughs> despite if it's 30 minutes to an hour you know um, I appreciate all all of you but getting into the matters here as you see in the topic we are going to be talking about self-value and I feel like this is a very imp- important conversation um, being that my podcast is strictly for self-development uh, because I do strictly believe in the self-development of black people 
um, and people in general that people do need to have a good head on their shoulders in order to be the people that they were meant to be in life. And getting to that topic, we are going to be talking about ways in which we can uh, practice self-love and self-care. Because a lot of people don't know how to express or develop self-care. A lot of people don't love themselves enough to even look into self-care, you know. So it's, it's very interesting to me, and I'm about to sip on my coffee real quick. <laughs> but it's, it's very interesting to me, interesting to me, that you have a lot of black people nowadays um, who are now waking up and realizing that they have mental issues. And it's an ongoing topic on social media. It's, a, it's an ongoing topic, especially on places like Twitter and Instagram, where we discuss uh, mental issues, you know, concerning black people. And, and black mental health is is at an all-time high um, in terms of discussing it, in terms of realizing it, and how to deal with it. And, you know, I was looking at uh, some statistics Concerning the basis of black mental health. And out of all the black people. Who they say allegedly live in America. Uh, they say allegedly 13% of the American population is black. I don't believe that. I believe it's way more of a percentage than that. But that's neither here nor there. But based upon stats. 13% of the American population is made up by black people. Out of that 13%. Um, 13% is, give or take, what is that, about uh, 10 million, 13 million black people, somewhere around that number. Anyways, so out of all the black people that live in the world, right, 16% of black people in America have been reported to having a mental illness. And out of that 16%, 22%. Of those people are reported of having a mental illness, a serious mental illness over the past year. All right. And, and as it has been shown in, in the stats concerning like serious mental illnesses um, between uh, actually among all ages of black people, it has it, it has extremely rose uh, between. 2008 and 2018 and it's getting higher and higher by the day and in things like suicidal thoughts and in the attempts of, of trying to take somebody's life and people coping or, or finding uh, ways of escape through excessive drinking and, and smoking and, and drug use is becoming more prevalent in what you call the black community and Another stat that I saw in an article, and I'm going to put all of these articles, um, all these articles will be linked in the description below. Um, another article I looked at was that 63% uh, of black people believe that mental health uh, conditions is a sign of personal weakness. Now, this is very important because if a black person feels that being mentally ill or being... Uh, being affected by something that has traumatically happened to them in their life, they are not going to cope with that trauma. 
Instead, they will personify that trauma. They will turn that trauma and whatever they've been through in their life, and they will turn that into their own personality, their own persona, their own characteristic. And they will identify with the trauma instead of dealing with the trauma and conquering that trauma. And I talked about this a little bit in my in my past uh, <clears throat> in my past uh, episode in episode uh, thirty five concerning uh, the the podcast and the the men podcast. And I was dealing with how these men and women who masquerade themselves on social media and on on TikTok and YouTube and so on and so forth, a lot of these women and men are hurt. A lot of these women and men have not dealt with their trauma. So they point the fingers at each other and they point the, fi- the fingers at uh, everybody else that look like them instead of pointing the fingers at themselves. There's a, a reverend uh, at the church that I used to go to when I was little. And he will always say that when you point your finger at somebody else, you got three fingers pointing right back at you. You know, and that's to say that you can't blame anybody unless you first look at yourself. You, you can't point the finger and talk about black men ain't this or black women ain't that until you point the finger at yourself. For you to say that black women are this or black men are that would to, would to uh, subconsciously and unconsciously indicate and indirectly indicate as well that you have a disdain for yourself. I had this, this woman hit me up a couple of days ago and I'm not going to read the... the I'm not going to... Uh, word what was said in the conversation word from word but what she essentially told me was that she has given up on black love and and she said that she has given up on trying to find love with a black man she feel like there's just no hope for her whatsoever concerning trying to find black love and she told me that she teared up <laughs> i lied to you not she told me this word from word that she teared up looking at a interracial family uh, or or interracial couple i mean she literally told me this she was like she started to tear up seeing an interracial couple because she feels like that she's never going to end up with a black man it's either that she gets with a black man or she doesn't get with any man but she honestly believes there's no hope with her in a black man and the only way that she's trying to keep the faith concerning black love is her following a black love page on social media. Now, let me just state that if your love and, and your faith in love is defined by what you see on social media, you already have a poor foundation. <laughs> I understand that we must control our own narrative for how we express and demonstrate love to one another, but your foundation for love should never be established in social media accounts. And what you see on social media or in the media in general, even if it's positive. Now, it is important that we see positive imagery of ourselves, but that should never your your faith in love and your faith in finding somebody should never be established in social media and media accounts. And she was telling me that it's beautiful seeing black love. It's beautiful seeing a black man and a black woman together, but it's just not my reality, she told me. And that she just wanted to vent to me about that. And when I tried to give her a solution about it, she immediately wanted to play victim. You know, and she started to get offended because I was telling her that she was being dramatic. And she was being dramatic. 
because for you to say that you feel like you won't find any hope in black love you won't find any hope in finding a black man and having a relationship that you see on social media is beyond me and i'm like you being dramatic and you need to work on yourself psychologically and she took all of this very offensively like she <laughs> she she took everything and and thought that i was trying to insult her but i'm not trying i wasn't trying to insult her at all what i was trying to tell her was that she's been misinforming herself and she's been leading herself to this to this way of thinking that she's never going to find love and i want people to understand that when you think a certain way you're going to act a certain way and when you think and act a certain way you will then create your own reality and if you continue to think and act like you won't find black love continue to to think and act like you won't find a black man for you then you won't <laughs> you won't find what you're what you truly desire because you're not putting the right signals out there first work on yourself it's okay to feel hurt by past relationships it's okay to accept the trauma that has happened to you in your life but don't let that become your reality do not define yourself by what you have been through don't define yourself by by traumatic experiences those traumatic experiences help you and build you into becoming the person that you were meant to become today. So concerning this whole scenario at hand, even for a black person, a black man or woman to look outside of themselves and see black people with white people and you tear up and you feel moved and you feel a type of way that alone even shows your mental illness that alone even shows the, the 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 psyche of a person to to subconsciously even think that the only way that they can find love is outside of their reflection which means in your psyche you think that white people that non-black people have the key to love and that's truly and highly dysfunctional <laughs> Because no other set of people do that. But see, we have been sub we have been so subconsciously programmed, consciously, subconsciously, and unconsciously programmed to uphold white people in such an all time high. It doesn't matter how, how consciously we say fuck white people, it doesn't matter how consciously we say fuck white Jesus, we still have been subconsciously programmed to uphold this 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 image of white people. So for her to tell me that she almost teared up and she felt moved by a white man with a black woman, that alone shows the mental illness. That alone shows you where her psyche is at. I'm not saying that she doesn't particularly love herself. She has been through depression before, right? She just got through and she still, at certain moments, is still experiencing depression. But... It's, it's, it's like a, a quote that I saw on Twitter that that when you're when you're going through depression and you when you're going through trauma and when you're going through hurt, be quiet. <laughs> all those feelings and emotions that you're feeling and that and that all that keep that on hush mode, because if you continue to rant and complain and, and put all that in the open, you will create your own reality in that manner. 
like I said before, it's okay to feel hurt. It's okay to feel pain. But it's how you deal with that pain and that trauma that will work better for you in the outrun or, or work better for you in the long run. So it's, it's just beyond me how you, you have people out here who, who feel that they can't find love within their own race. I'm about to drink my coffee. But you have people out here who feel like they can't find love in their in their own race. They can't find love with somebody that reflects them because of what has happened to them in past relationships. And I just saw a comment under one of my videos and uh, it was talking about this one was talking about uh, my my episode 35 uh, podcast. And I was saying that what these men or women are going through. Is the the narrative that the the narrative that they bring to social media isn't true? And she was telling me that I was dismissing the experience that these people were going through. But I was telling her two things: one, just because you personally have been through something and a set of people has personally been through that, does not make the narrative that y'all established together true. Two, just because a mass of people are on one accord into believing a certain narrative doesn't make that narrative true at all. And I don't understand how you can push a negative statement or a negative uh, a negative narrative for yourself and then want to be respected at the same time. You do understand that you are being watched <laughs> in all angles. You can't be on social media express uh, expressing your dislike and your hatred for your own race. For people, for men and women that look like you and then expect to be respected individually as those same people that look like you. That doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. How are you going to go on social media and talk about how much you hate black men and black men are your number one enemy and then to be respected? You expect to be respected by 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 white people, by non-black people, by any other set of people. And how do you in, in these some of these black feminists out here, these be the same women that would talk trash about black men and then want to be with a black man. I need a real man. I want to be with a black man. All this other all this type of stuff, <laughs> but you can't find black love and, and the love that you want. If you keep putting out there that you don't like men and you don't want uh, uh you, you can't trust men and all this other type of stuff. Right. There's just one girl that I know, and we've been hitting it off here and there, and I and I've been getting the signals, I, I I catch the signs and 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 when she be flirting with me and stuff like that, but at the same time, she'll tell me that she's not looking for a man, she's not interested in a man, and I'm just like, well, damn, I know you're giving me signals that you're interested in me, but how am I supposed to express and show that I'm interested in you, or how am I supposed to directly get the message that you that you want to be into me and you are showing complete signals like you you drive on the road and you see a, a sign that says do not enter so you don't enter <laughs> and that's what she has she has a do not enter sign up where she don't want men to enter but she wants men to enter that shit don't make sense. That's called mixed signals. You can't you can't give a man mixed signals and expect him to to 
holler at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I I don't know if these women want a Captain Save a Hole, a Prince Charming to come and save them from from the tower and from the the evil dragon. Like I don't <laughs> I don't know what these women expect. You nobody's coming to save you. It's the same thing with the Christians. Nobody's coming to save you. You have to save yourself. You have to save yourself. Nobody is coming to save you, black man or woman. All the trauma, everything that you have been through, you have to deal with that yourself. It's messed up. All the trauma that you've been through individually, with family members, whatever the case may be, whatever the scenario may be, you have to deal with that yourself. So, with all of that being said, and I, I apologize for ranting, <laughs> let's get into the issues of how to deal, how, how to express and show self-care. And we're going to deal with, let me see if I can find the article, because I, I had it up. Um, so, we're dealing with ways to boost the mental health of black people. And so one of many ways in which you can. Uh, let me just pull this up. Okay, this one isn't giving me what I want. Because that's it's just talking about physical ways of mental boost. But I'm trying to find something that, that can psychologically deal with it. Um. But this one particular article that I just saw is that when dealing with self-care, right? The first way in which you deal with self-care is physical self-care. Then they said social self-care. Then it's mental self-care. Then it's spiritual self-care. Then it's emotional self-care, right? And like I said, I'm gonna put these these articles in in the in the link below. <laughs> uh. But let me let me give you from my perspective, right? And I'm not saying that I'm some some guru. I think that's what they call it. Some some you know some some guru in, in psychology and, and dealing with self love, all this type of stuff. But I just know from my personal experience that it takes years to overcome trauma. It's not something that's a day by day. Uh, or, or it's not something that's just like overnight. It's a day-by-day -day process. You have to learn how not only to deal with the trauma and the things that you're insecure about, but you must overcome them. You must conquer them. And that's not easy to do. But it can be done. It's not easy to do, but it can be done. And I want, I want people to understand that, that you can conquer your demons. You can conquer the dragon in the cave. You know, it's, it's possible for you to, to come out on top in this hero's journey. But you must first establish something and look in the mirror and understand that you no longer will play victim. You have to understand that you no longer will uh, blame others and, and blame uh, things that has happened to you in the past. For, for the way you are today. You must take matters into your own hands. Despite what anybody has ever said about you or, or have done to you. You can't let them 
or that particular experience determine the way that you are going to live your life? Now, if anything, that is weakness. Not what you have been through, not your mental illness, but for you to de- for you to determine what you've been through and what people have said or done to you, determine your reality. That's weakness. So, from my personal perspective, how you go about dealing with self is first you must understand the problem. Once you establish the, pro- uh, the, the problem, you must then find the solution. So now when dealing with the solution, we must come to establish how we're going to cope with it. Not drinking, okay? Not smoking, not doing drugs, not doing anything that's negative or that will that will harm you in the long run. Find something to do that can help you cope with your trauma. It can be singing. It can be dance. It could be painting. It can be going for a walk. It can be going for a run. It can be working out, meditating, reading. Learn to 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 mold the trauma that you've been through and shape it into something else. While doing that, you must also go through a mental process of understanding that what you've been through is not your fault. It may be at fault for other people. It may not be at fault for other people. But you must understand that things happen in life. And what happens in our life cannot control and should not control the outcome of our life. And so with all of that being said, we must also understand that one of the many ways that we can truly express self-care and, and, and mental health is that first we must establish self-esteem. We must first learn to love ourselves again. And once we build up our self-esteem, we won't be talked to a certain way. We won't be done a certain way. We won't let what people say or do to us determine our reality. We won't let it affect us because of things that we have already been through in the past. Somebody can't just come up to you and say anything or or, or, or try to, to pull a move on you or whatever the case is. You know, just like how it, whatever used to happen to you in the past or when you were younger. Because now you're older, you're wiser, you've been through the experience and now you can now learn how to deal with it so that if it tries to perk up on you again now you know how to deal with it so one of the num- one of the number one steps in dealing with self care or, or practicing in developing self care and even mentally and psych- psychologically is learning to establish self esteem and with that self esteem you must also learn not to care you must develop a pattern in which you don't care about what people say about you because people are going to talk about you. That's just by default. You know, in the words of Malcolm, if you don't have any critics, you won't have success. Anybody who's making a move, anybody who is moving the needle, is going to be talked about. I would know. <laughs> I'm always talked about. Even even people that I don't know are talking about me in the negative here comes this train. I don't know if y'all can hear it. 
But people are going to talk. People are going to continue to talk about you. It's just by default. It's, 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 it's what comes with the, the job. You know, it, it, it's what comes with the position. It's going to happen by default. With this also being known, you must also develop a routine. You must develop a routine in which you are developing and expressing self-love. Where you, where you value yourself. And what I mean by that is plan to challenge yourself. You know, create a plan, a routine, a strategy in which you are able to learn to cope with. Not, and not just cope with, because I don't want you to just cope with trauma. I want you to conquer the trauma. You know what I mean? I don't want you to create an identity an, an identity with the trauma. I want you to conquer the trauma and then be your own person. You know, whether it's engaging in relationships, whether it's what you do at your at your job, what you do outside of your job, you must create a schedule and a plan to develop your self-care, to to love yourself. To not get overwhelmed or overstressed or burnt out. To not feel like that life is just pressing you down. You must learn to develop a routine, a pattern of showing love to yourself. And the first the first key to loving somebody else is to first then love yourself. And if you feel like you cannot receive love from somebody or that you can't love somebody, that has to be reflected upon you. Because in a, in a way, you will have to think in the back of your head, if I can't receive love from somebody, in the psyche, I would think that means that I'm not worthy of love. Because why else would you think that you can't find love? You know what I'm saying? If, if you feel like that you can't find love <laughs> within your own set of people, that would have to mean that you... You don't feel worthy to be loved by somebody. And even in vice versa, you feel like that the men within your race can't love. But if they can't love, you can't love. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it, 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 it's a reflection. It reflects off of how you feel, how you go about things. And that just, you, you won't get any success in life doing that. And you're going to have women that's going to cover it up, masquerade it. I'm just doing me. I'm just doing myself. I'm just working on my... All this other hoopla. Haven't really worked on themselves. They just created an identity out of their trauma. You know? And even when, it's, when, when you deal with these emotions, you have to have somebody to talk to. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that you should just keep these things to yourself. Find somebody within your inner circle... Find somebody that you can trust, some, somebody who's wise, somebody who always give good advice. Find somebody that you can trust to where you can talk about these things and they can give you mental, psychological, spiritual, emotional solutions to your problem. And see, that that's something I, that, I, that I hate. And the woman that I was just talking about earlier, she wanted to rant to me, but not have me give her advice. I'm not I'm not somebody that you can just use to talk to. And I'm not going to give you the solution and tell you where you're going wrong. 
If you're going to come to me with a problem, I'm going to give you a solution. I'm a man. I work by logic. <laughs> I don't work by emotion. I work by logic. I work by critical thinking. You give me a problem, I'm going to give you a solution. I'm not going to, it's okay. Oh, that man wasn't shit anyway. All this other hoopla. If you give me a problem, I'm going to give you a solution. So, with that being said, you have to find some healthy ways to process your emotions. And a lot of people do not know how to express their emotions or how to deal with their emotions. And so this is where you have to deal with the mental process or the emotional process of dealing with what has ever happened to you. You know? And, and, and it's just as, as uh, physical as it is emotional as it is spiritual. All this plays a hand in everything. You know? And I was just talking with my friend last night. I was just, you know, I was asking, like, what is therapy? How do people, how do people deal with their own problems? And who's to say that talking to a particular person who has been going to school for a number amount of years to get their psychology degree, whatever the case is, like, who, who, who's to say that this person can really help me? Who's to say that I can't help myself? You know, and a lot of people deal with their 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 mental issues in many different ways. And my thing is, is that black people are mentally sick. Generally, black people are mentally sick. But talking to somebody with a psychology degree will not help you in the long run. I know too many black people <laughs> that went to psychology or, or went and got psychological help, went to therapy, and it did not help them one bit because the person on the other side or on the other end could not understand them they could not uh meet them halfway could not relate to them in any type of way i would argue you could get more psychological help from people close to you family members people who actually have been through it the 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 homeless guy up the street <laughs> could give you better advice and 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 could give you better therapy than somebody who have been paid to give you advice. That's what I would argue. So you know, can, can just just dealing with the whole matters at hand. Your road to self care, your road to loving yourself, starts with you. You must first accept that, you know, the way that you treat yourself, the way that you talk about yourself, isn't isn't uh healthy it's not functional it's not something that a person should do you're telling yourself that you don't deserve love you're never going to find love to say that you're never going to find love is to essentially say that you don't deserve love because you want it but to say that you can't have it essentially essentially means that you don't deserve it it's not that it's not in your reach it's not that you can't find it it's just all reflected upon you. Because there is somebody out there. <laughs> whether you're overlooking them. Whether you're not looking. Whether you're not trying. Somebody is out there for you. And if that person is dodging you. 
then you have to look at yourself. What is it that you are projecting in the world that is making other men look at you a certain type of way? And this is what I was talking about earlier, that even for men, men or women, if you are projecting this reality that men are this or women are that, and that uh, uh, you can't find no good black men, you can't find no good black women, that not only just shows within your psyche, but your psyche has a lot to do in the way that you walk and talk. And people catch people people like me, I catch the vibe when I know somebody is open and when somebody's closed out. You can look at the way that somebody walks and talks, the way that somebody moves. Why you know, if you just study the, the, the language, the body language of somebody within thirty to sixty seconds, you can already tell the personality that they have. Having a casual conversation with them. Not to say that you know everything and anything about them psychologically and how they think and, and how, you know, their morals and all this type of stuff. But you know how somebody is, if you get my drift. You know if somebody is in a positive space or in a negative space. But anyways, I don't want to make this an hour <laughs> podcast. Um, hopefully my message is getting out there. Um but my solution to you is that when it when it concerns loving yourself, when it concerns self-value, uh, showing uh, showing self-care to yourself, you know, going into this practice of self-care, you must get into the zone of first loving yourself. Well, how do I love myself, Tyrone? Well, first. You need to stop telling yourself that you don't deserve this. You don't deserve that. Stop all that. If you got to look in the mirror every day, do what do do what uh, some of the children, some of the parents do with their children and, and look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of success. I am worth. If you got to go to the basics step by step, don't don't try to conquer all the big stuff and, and try and take everything at once. Start with the basics. Start with loving yourself first. Saying that I don't, I didn't deserve what what has happened to me. I didn't deserve what happened to me. I didn't deserve uh, what what that man or that woman did to me. I don't deserve to be unloved. I don't deserve to be depressed. I deserve happiness. Begin to identify with positive things. Stop always identifying with the negative. Stop blaming other people for things that have happened. Begin to work into the process of loving yourself. Saying, I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am somebody. I had a man, and I'll never forget this, because I was, I was a shucking and jiving coon back in high school. <laughs> i never forget, the uh, it was me coming from middle school going into high school, and he saw how these white boys were, were treating me. And, that, and this is why I can speak from, from personal experience. You know, and, and this black man... Him and a couple of other black people that were that were working for the band camp, they're like, "Yo, man, them white them white boys just be talking about you and talking down and, and, and talking to you any type of way." And I I just can't, I can't, I can't understand why you just be letting that slide. Like, do do you do you love yourself? Do you love being? <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They just they just can't. They just they just can't around. You know, I'm cool, right? He's like, "No, no, no. Go go to this mirror right here and say, I love myself." I couldn't I couldn't take myself serious to look in the mirror with them in there and just say I love myself. 
I am somebody. I, I love myself. You know, I couldn't look in the mirror. And, you know, speaking honestly, the only reason why I couldn't do it was because it it, it was a it was a little I thought it was goofy. <laughs> to be honest with you, I thought it was goofy to do something like that. But at the same time, I understood the process. I understood what he was trying to do. Now that I'm older, that was back when I was 14. I'm 22. <laughs> it's almost been a decade. About to be 23 this Saturday. You know, so this process, you know, with how people talk about you, how people treat you, all of this goes back to how you see yourself. Because if you don't value yourself, then you're not you're not going to feel worthy to be respected by others. You're not going to feel worthy of being loved by others. So you must now change the reality. You must now change your mental process of how you love and who can love you and who can be in a relationship with you and who can be in your safe zone. You know, in your in your space. If you always accepting people into your life that always want to manipulate you or or talk about you or uh, use you or whatever the case is, that reflects back on yourself and nobody else. And this one particular woman that I'm talking about, she ran right back to the boy that 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 was messing her over and and creating a toxic environment for him, and it became even more toxic. And so because of what she'd been through with that guy, <laughs> now she has generalized all black men. She has generalized her status for for finding love as being second to none. Don't be like her. <laughs> Even when I was trying to talk sense, uh, sense into her, she didn't want to listen because she wants to identify with her uh, her trauma. She wants to become a victim and she likes to be a victim. And she has created her identity in being a victim. Don't be a victim. Be a victor. That sounds cheesy as hell. <laughs> that sounds cheesy as hell. But listen to me. Hear me out. Don't be a victim. Be a victor. Don't let the things that have happened. And I'm going to keep saying it. Don't let the things that have happened to you in your life define your reality. You must become your own master. A man cannot serve two masters. So they must become their own. That is my quote. I created that. A man cannot serve two masters. A woman cannot serve two masters. A person cannot serve two masters. So they must become their own. You cannot live your life serving other people. A deity. whether And even when dealing with a deity. We're not even just talking about God. We're talking about desires. We're talking about validation. You know that could be your God. Arrogance. Pride. So, I'm, I'm hitting close to an hour, so I'm just going to end it off here. <laughs> but that's where you start. I'm not even going to give you other steps because then you're going to focus on other steps. We're not going to deal with A, B, C, uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, F, C. You know, we ain't going to deal with all that. We're going to deal with A. We're going to attack the process of you. Stop. Uh, we're going to we're going to attack the process of you thinking that you're unworthy. We're going to attack the process of you thinking that you're not deserving of, of value. You're not deserving of respect. You're not deserving of, of, of feeling respected by somebody, feeling loved by somebody, uh, or having success in life.
let's attack that because that's where it starts don't talk about yourself bad because power is in your words don't talk about how you feel sick you ain't shit don't talk about how you don't deserve love you're never gonna find this you're never gonna find that put out the right mentality establish the right mentality and put out the positive to the point where the things that you want will come to you the things that that the way that you process mentally will align with somebody else and that's how you're going to find somebody but with that being said thank you for listening to this podcast episode i know we went we, we went up we went a bit over uh, i was trying to give it 30 minutes but we we went to 45 minutes so it's cool it's all gucci oh <laughs> uh, but until next time I'm Tyrone. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If somebody needs to listen to this message, please give it to them. You know, it, it don't hurt. It don't hurt to help somebody out. If this helped you, please let me know. You know, you can DM me at the Omnius Rome. Uh, let me know how you felt about this topic at hand. Was this helpful? Do you want me to talk more about things that concern self-love and self-value? Let me know in my DMs at the Omnius Rome. You can also follow me at Twitter. Um, on Twitter at the Omnis Ron as well. So until next time, I'm Tyrone and I am.